Hello again, everybody, and good morning. Welcome to Barto Sports Zone. It's time to get you into the zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Barto Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders is in the WBHF studios running all of the uh, mechanisms for us. I'm here along with Brad Stevens to join us in just a moment. We expect to hear from Jackson Hyde and maybe even Matt Santini a little later on in the program this morning. On today's show, we visit with Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats, the head coach of their football program, and Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. will speak with him a little bit later on this morning. We'll also talk about the volleyball and softball state playoffs. Tonight's local high school football games will take a, a preview into each one of those. And, of course, we'll wrap it up with this weekend's college football scene and talk about some of the big games out there. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We're glad you've joined us. And we remind you that you can find us online at bartosportzone.com. That's your source for your daily local sports news and updates. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher. So just search for Barto Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by All Star Roofing Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, DA Baker Construction, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Well, let's jump right into everything this morning and bring in our first guest of the morning, Brandon Haywood, the head football coach of the Woodland Wildcats. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing very well. Glad you could join us. We always appreciate your time. Uh, welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone. We've had some conversations about college football over the last couple of months, and uh, we all have our favorite teams to support. I believe uh, you revealed some affection for the Florida State Seminoles, but, uh, Coach, I got to tell you, I saw some evidence this past weekend of some Tennessee Orange. You want to explain that for us? Uh, Yes, I'm still a Florida State fan for sure. Uh, It was one of the best games of, of the year. In my opinion, it's probably too early to state. It's probably one of the best games of this decade. Um, my wife, she is from Tennessee. Um, her family hails that horrendous orange. Um, <laughs> I kind of married into it, but you know, me being a Carson Newman guy, just being about 30 minutes down the street, Knoxville was a part of me. It was part of home pretty much for four years of my life. Um, but it was just a, you know, it was just a game to, to go to. Um, and just kind of be in the element of some good football. I'll never pass up good football. And uh, it, it it was every bit of the hype um, that everybody talked about prior to the game. Um, it was great atmosphere, probably the best college football atmosphere I've ever been a part of. So, Yeah, Tennessee, uh, yeah. Uh, that, it looked electric. I mean, watching it on TV, uh, I'm sure, and all the photos you had, it looked like you had a lot of fun uh, with the family. Tennessee jumped to number three this week in the polls. Should they be ranked higher? I don't know. It's debatable. Um, I don't think. I don't think you jump Georgia, um, Ohio State. It's kind of hard to tell. I know they had a bye week. Um, I have not been thoroughly impressed by Ohio State this year, uh, but I, I don't know. I think it's fair for now, and I think it kind of gets us talking and continuing to debate. I think that's the part of it that NCAA they're looking for. Coach, you knew this job wasn't going to be easy at Woodland when you took it. Let's start with the difficulty at hand. You you have two games left in the 22 regular season. Uh, your Wildcats travel to Weinman Stadium tonight to take on the fourth-ranked Purple Hurricanes. Then you'll make the trip over to Paulding County to play at the Hiram Hornets, another explosive opponent. At one and seven so far this season and and in the midst of a six-game losing skid, uh, with the bulk of your contributors on both sides of the ball, mostly sophomores and juniors, how do you keep things moving in a positive direction and and keep it a learning experience at this point? 
just keep talking to him. You know, when I I was real with him, I was raw with him. When I took the job, I was raw with everybody. You know, administration, community. Uh, it's a three three to five year plan uh, to build a program, and that's what we're doing. You know, I, I just want our kids to stay focused, continue to learn. Like the best part about it is, and I heard it recently, man. When a kid gets gets that light bulb of understanding what they're supposed to be doing, uh, whether it's schematically or whether how they're supposed to prepare or how they're supposed to play with, with a lot of effort, uh, then it's really special. And I think for the first time, you know, our kids got it in Dalton and it kind of transpired in Calhoun. You know, Calhoun was a different story from what the final score dictated. And it's, it's three muff punts and a partially blocked field goal. And if not, you know, we're going to have time to 14-0. That's stuff that I can build on when I know at halftime last year, the Calhoun game, it was 49 to zero. So the progression is being made and the kids are starting to understand it. You know, it's just continuing to keep them locked in and focused. They're still 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kids. That sure. And I want to be able to give them the success. But at the same time, you know, this is year one. It's not going to happen overnight. I even have to constantly remind myself of that because I'm very impatient. And I want wins, I crave wins, but I crave wins for them. But they continue to keep, you know, putting their foot down and continuing to press the gas. I think I think we'll progressively continue to get better and start start to shift things as expected. He's Coach Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats. We'll take a break and we'll touch on tonight's game with the Purple Hurricanes when we come back to Bartow Sports Zone. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. It's WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Hey folks, this is Sean with St. Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports in Emerson. So who's ready for some football? High school, college, and pro. You name it, we can't wait. So to celebrate, we're cooking up some great pizza deals all season long. Look us up on Facebook for all of our food and drink specials. And don't forget us when it's time to book that office holiday party or get together. For more information, find us at stangelos.com on the web or call us at 678-719-0495. St. Angelo's Pizza, Old Alatoona Road next to Lake Point Station and Lake Point Sports. Let's go. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow's Sports Zone. We're visiting with Coach Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats. We remind you that tonight's game is right here on WBHF, 100.3 FM, AM 1450, also on the TuneIn app and available online at WBHFradio.org. Pre-game coverage of Woodland and Cartersville begins with Countdown to Kickoff. At 6 p.m., presented by Glenda Mitchell Law Firm. Kickoff and play-by-play coverage with Matt Santini, Don Startup, and Jack Howell begins at 7.30. Coach Haywood, uh, give you a chance to brag on a couple of kids maybe uh, here in the early going uh, before we start talking about the Carsville game tonight. Which players, whether starters or not this week, have impressed you the most with their effort and attitude at practice? Um, I think it goes back to uh... – Dylan Carver, Dylan Carver, man, he's a he's a small dynamite. You know, Dylan is probably about five five, and I might be generous in saying so, um, but he is a he's a missile, you know, on defense, and he's one of those kids in week seven that it started to click, and I don't see him going backwards anymore. You know, um, Quadras Wilson, uh, Quad is still to me probably the best defensive lineman in this region. When he wants to, man, the consistent play is really what sets him apart. And when he doesn't, you know, he kind of is about two games span to where he wasn't himself. But the last two games, man, he's been a, a wrecking machine. And I hope he just continues to progress and uh, continue to, to put the region on notice about who he is. And then Jack Webb. Jack Webb was our only all-region kid last year. I mean, he's finally answered the bell this year. You know, we've had him at a couple of different positions, um, and he's responded better than I thought he would, um, being asked to do something probably differently 
um, almost every week. Um, and, you know, he's just, just being really unselfish right now and, and trying to carry the load defensively and, and doing things what's asked of him and, and even more. So those three guys, man, they're, they're playing really good football right now. They're being really special individuals. And they're, they're doing exactly what, what we need to do to be successful. You have the daunting task tonight of playing the fourth-ranked Hurricanes at Weinman Stadium. Coach, that's a team with a lot of weapons and a well-balanced attack with the second-highest scoring offense in all of your classification, Class 5A. Recently, they've learned uh, or leaned more on their running game behind that big and physical offensive line. Are your guys geared up uh, for more of that tonight? I believe so. You know, um, I, I think our I think our defense is playing extremely well. You know, if uh, the run game, we have actually been able to to eliminate like big runs. You know, even Tyson Greenway, Tyson Greenway averages about two hundred yards per game, and uh, we held him to one twenty seven, and that was only the second time other than playing Cedartown that he was held below that standard. So, I think defensively. You know, the plan is to, it's, it's hard because Cartersville is a very balanced football team. Um, and, and every facet of the game, uh, from offensive line to their perimeter game to their mobile quarterback to their, their downhill running back, you know, what, what do you take away? Um, I think we just got to put our kids in the best position to succeed and try to make them as one dimensional as possible. I don't know if it'll happen, but I think our kids are geared up. To, to take on the challenge, man. We just got to continue to keep fighting and continue to get better. And it's, it's no better game to do that than tonight. Cartersville's one loss was a five-turnover night against Calhoun. I guess you feel like you need to win the turnover battle tonight as well. Yeah, we definitely need to win the turnover battle, but at the same time, you know, we got to eliminate our mistakes. You know, we, we're doing some different things. We're still playing kids in different positions. And we're heading into the ninth game of the season because we're trying to. I'm not. I'm not the type of coach that's going to throw in the towel and just, you know, focus on next year. Like I'm still trying to find ways to put our kids in the best position, in the best situation to win football games. Whether that's this year or it kind of spurts a thought of, all right, this is what we do next year as we're moving in this direction. Uh, we're still trying to find ways to be competitive. So you know, we got to control the ball. We got to. You know, we got to uh, eliminate those self-inflicted wounds that continue to keep nagging us. Um, but like I said, we got kids playing in different positions, just continuing trying to pick it up, continue trying to do really good things for us. And if we do, I feel I feel confident in what they can bring to the table. It's going to be a tough task, I know. But I think our kids are more psyched up and ready to play than ever before. Well, let's talk about some of the changes. Chase Carson was in there at quarterback last week. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that move worked out and the mindset behind that move at this point in the season. I just know the focal point is, you know, at, at this position, we need a guy that can run. You know, uh, it's, it's nothing to take away from Breelis. Breelis has, has led the team in a good way this season. Uh, we're just trying to find different sparks um, like – I don't know if teams have really gone into their their planning of let's make sure we stop all 11 kids on the offensive side. So I'm trying to make other teams, you know, respect a, a more mobile quarterback. I'm a kid that can still, you know, sling it pretty well. Chase is a very good baseball player. Chase has played quarterback in the past for Woodland um, in different situations, whether it's, you know, middle school, whether it's junior varsity. Um, he's been behind the center, so it, it wasn't a huge change. You know, it's just it's just something to try to keep the defense balanced and try, and try to earn an edge for our kids in some capacity. Coach, we've got about one minute left uh, for your response to this final question. You you haven't turned that proverbial corner you were hoping to gain this year. What needs to happen over these next two games at the end of the region schedule to get you closer to accomplishing the things that you wanted to accomplish in this first season? How close do we keep the game? Um, do we surprise anyone? You know, and that's just like I said, we could have went we could have went in last week 14-0 instead of 21-0 at halftime before their their final second score before the half. 
Um, how can we play Cartersville? Is it respectable? Um, is it is it is it a gritty effort between our kids? Um, are we still locked in and dialed in at the end of the game to where we know you know a couple of mistakes took us away or a couple of good mistakes set us apart to give us the opportunity to win this game and, and so and shock the world. You know, I said, why can't Tennessee be it? You know, and that's kind of been the message all week. But that's what I want to see. If we locked in and dialed in, do we believe after this game? Well, all, well, all right, Coach. Good luck tonight. Uh, safe travels back and forth. And uh, good luck to the Wildcats as they take on the Hurricanes tonight. News break and then back with Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. Accidents will happen, but when the unfortunate happens to you, let First Class Collision Center be your partner in repairs. First Class provides quality auto body and interior repair while working with all insurance companies and maintaining a Google five-star customer rating. Call First Class at 770-755-2200 to schedule your free no-obligation estimate today. Our shop now handles big truck repairs too. First Class Collision Center, because it has to be perfect. Storms come along in life. But when your home or business has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 678-245-9658 or 770-655-0911. Find all-star roofing online at allstarroofs.com or find all-star roofing and restoration on Facebook. The new leaders for roofing and gutters, all-star roofing. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Brad Stevens, who has joined us now. Alan Sanders back in the studios. And we want to thank Coach Brandon Haywood for joining us in that opening half hour this morning. This segment of Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you in part by D.A. Baker Construction. If you're ready to remodel, beautify, or upgrade part of the home or property you love, how about an addition or a renovation? They do residential, commercial, interior, or exterior. David and Brett Baker are the source. Uh, they're with the crew of D.A. Baker Construction. They have the expertise to help you realize the full potential of your property. Free estimates, and they'll keep you within your budget as well. Call 770-606-2685. That's D.A. Baker Construction. You can look for them on Facebook as D.A. Baker Remodeling Contractors. Right now, we want to welcome in our next guest of the morning, the head football coach of the Cass Colonels, Coach Steve Gates. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. It's a great day. Glad to have you here, and we always appreciate uh, your time uh, that you spend with us uh, to talk a little Cass Colonels football. Welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone. Coach, as I see it, this week's task, uh, and uh, it, it's basically twofold. Number one. Can you do enough to tame and contain a Hiram offense that's had a lot of success this season? And number two, can you shake off the effects of last week's last second loss? Uh, the second thing, yes, for sure. The kids had uh, – we've had a great four days of practice. Uh, they shook it off. Some of us coaches are still a little bit better. But um, overall, the, the, the team and the kids, you know, they – we had a good talk Friday night afterwards, and and it's uh, it's growing pains. It's it's experience. It's uh, you know, t- you know, costly turnovers. You know, just some mistakes, and uh, the kids are fine. Um, so we'll uh, we'll get back at it tonight. As your first uh, point was was Hiram, and you know, we'll see. You know, they're they just loaded. I told Pete. Uh, yesterday we talked and I mean they're just loaded at every position it's it's amazing what he's done over there and and it's definitely not the Hiram of old and and uh um they're they're good they're a good football team coach you had some bangs and bruises impacting your lineup during the game last week can you update us with any of your team's injury status yeah you know that's that's part of the game uh it's part of the game and you know, I, I think you guys know me by now with excuses and stuff. I, I usually try to shoot it straight and 
you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, Sokovi hurt his, Sokovi twisted his ankle on the first play, guys. You know, right. he he was he was probably 60 percent in the first half, and 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 we taped it up and tried to fix it up in the second half, and and got it back to where he could play. But he's he's been hobbled all week, and then our you know our starting running back Mac Nelson is uh, he's had a shoulder issue for a couple weeks, and he didn't play, but probably a quarter. Um, if that, uh, he, he couldn't even hold on to the football, uh, cause it's short. Right. He's the one that had the, the two or three fumbles. So, uh, you know, we're, we're banged up with some of our elite athletes and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, we're not at the point where it's next man up, but we got, we've had to move some personnel guys around and, um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So yeah, we, we we're banged up right now. Coach, last week the Colonels suffered with that inability to hang on to the football that you just noted. Uh, a, a lot of uh, – they weren't all lost fumbles, but I think Brad and I counted at least six times the ball came out in the Dalton game and you had four turnovers. There was some dew accumulating up there at our broadcast position late in the evening. Uh, but I, I got to ask, was there a particular factor contributing to the loose balls on the field? Uh, no, Max fumbles were his shoulder. Um, he literally could not hold on, you know, uh, to, to the football, um, due to his injury. And then, uh, I don't know the other ones, you know, the, the one that kind of sealed the deal there at the end with Braylon Hill, uh, the freshman running back, that's just inexperience. You know, that's just, you know, you put two hands over the ball, you go straight ahead and you get two yards, six yards, whatever you get and get down and, uh, you know, they stripped it from him and, you know, just a true fumble. And, you know, hopefully he'll learn from that. And, uh, um, but, you know, Braylon was, Braylon and I talked late Friday night and, and he was back Monday morning, eight o'clock pumping iron. Uh, he's, he's, he's a top four or five hardest working kid in our program. So he's, uh, nobody was going to be harder on himself than, than Braylon. And, and he, he's fine. He had a great week of practice and he's ready to go this week. We'll get to some bright spots when we come back. He's Coach Steve Gates, and we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. At Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville on Main Street, we not only have all the new models like the Civic, Accord, Pilot, Passport, and CRV, but Schottenkirk also has the electrified Insight, Accord Hybrid, and Clarity plug-in. Schottenkirk has a large certified pre-owned inventory, and our award-winning staff can match your needs and budget with ease. We have the new Ridgeline pickup and the Odyssey minivan, too, so give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda online at Honda of cartersville.com Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Alan Sanders in the WBHF studios. Brad Stevens on the Zoom connection along with Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. Coach, let's get back to it. Uh, there were some bright spots last week. The Brody McWhorter to Devin Henderson connection continues to be effective it looks like uh they they have developed uh quite the rapport it it is and it's it's going to get more and more and here's why is you know the the double coverage the bracketing the over the top the triple coverage that sukobi's getting on one side is kind of leaving Devin uh with some free range on the other side so we're working on that in the game plan and stuff. If people want to take a couple, two or three guys and shut down Sokovi, then that's fine. Sokovi's 100% fine with that. Uh, he'll keep working. Um, and that, and then that allows Devin to, to get free and uh, make some plays. Speaking of Sokovi White, that high-rising interception that he turned into a pick six was a highlight real play last week. Yeah, one of those. Uh, I don't know what they call it, going viral, but it, it it got quite a few views, and and you know we see it every day in practice. So not that it wasn't anything new, but he'll do one or two of those a week in practice. Just something like, wait, what just happened? Type of plays. So, you know, people people again look at his five nine, you know, one hundred and seventy five pound stature, and they're like, how in the world is that guy going to the University of Georgia? That's why he can do that. Yeah. That's not a year play that's a couple times a week at practice play um and you know again he was hobbled he was probably 60 percent friday night um and it, and it cost us a little bit um but he, he's uh 
you know, he's a spectacular football player. Well, let's turn our attention to Hiram now. They're four and four on the year, one and two in Region 7, 5A. They beat Calhoun, but they have region losses to Dalton and Cartersville, just like you guys. Uh, for Cass, this essentially becomes a playoff game, win and you're in. Yeah, it is. The next couple games will be kind of there's we kind of playoff uh, playoff atmosphere right away. So, um, and you know, again, I've already alluded to it. If they're loaded. We'll we'll worry about us. We'll try to uh, you know have a game plan set up to where we'll be efficient and effective, and and hopefully we hold on to the football and and no penalties, and uh, you know we have some guys make some plays. They're uh, you know, it's always a pretty good game that, you know, they beat us a couple of years ago uh, and we got them last year. So it's kind of a back and forth type of deal. And, um, you know, again, guys, we, uh, you know, I looked out there Friday night, fourth quarter, 28, 28, you know, big region foe. And I look out there and we've got six freshmen on the football field. And, and I told myself, I said, what in the world are we doing? And, uh, and that's what I get back to as far as our youth, just just the experience of learning to win and learning to compete in these type of games. Uh, you know, we've been in every single football game this year. Every single one of them, we've been in it. We haven't been blown out. Uh, um, you know, usually you have one of those 42 to nothings where it's just like, oh, that team's way better than us. No, we have the players. We just have to keep uh, chopping wood and, and – uh, um, the tide will turn on some of these games going forward. I promise you. Brad, do you want to jump in here with the final question? Sure. Coach, I tell you, talking about the tide turning, you know, Brody McWhorter from week three to week now, I mean, he's uh, absolutely uh, matured over the last few games. Talk about his development and what it's meant to the offense. Just <clears throat> just like you said, he's just getting better every day. Um, he's He works extremely hard at his craft. He wants to be good. Uh, he is good. Um, you know, he still makes the same freshman mistakes that 98% of freshman quarterbacks in the st- in the country make um, trying to play on Friday nights. You know, he still has that youth in him. Um, you know, it's the bonehead plays that I just scratched my head and I just want to, you know, grab him. And what in the world, you know, those type of plays. But then I have to realize that he's a freshman and Devin made those same, ex- you know, same mistakes a couple years ago. Tyler Queen made them as, as a freshman at North Cobb. Evan Conley made them at Cale for me, you know. So, you know, that's just part of it. Um, but he's getting better and better every day, guys. It's a, it's it's get, It'll be scary. I mean, it'll be scary in two years. The um, he's big, guys. He's getting big. Even uh, Coach yeah. Hughes in the weight room, how thick he's getting in the weight room. So, um, he it's going to be fun watching that young man the next four years. Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels. Coach, thanks for joining us, and good luck tonight against the Hornets. Thanks, gentlemen. Take care. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels. We'll take a break and be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit our retail location located at 1 West Church Street. Our fully stocked retail store is the perfect partner for the do-it-yourselfer. We carry ledge lounger, lazy buns, and many other premium floats and toys for everyone. And yes, we have chlorine tabs and super shock it in stock. Please visit us today at Latitude Blue downtown underneath the Church Street Bridge near the water fountain. And don't forget your water sample. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue bringing families together one backyard at a time. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Visit johnnyspizza.com to order online for pickup or visit soon at 244 North Dixie Avenue. Brick oven baked, fresh and authentic, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. We're all pizza people. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone as we cruise into our final hour of the day. We're brought to you by All Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, 
St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Before we jump into this next segment of Bartow Sports Zone, we'll remind you that next week our guest will be John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers and Connor Foster from the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. We look forward to visiting with them following this week's games and getting ready for next week's contest. This fall sports update is brought to you by Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding, available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste. Check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away. Or call 706-331-0315. They're also open to the public right here in Cartersville, located at 30 River Court. That's just off West Avenue. Update your stair coverings and make them safer. The stair coverings help reduce slipping. So check out Oak Valley Designer Stair Coverings, one of our sponsors here on Bartow Sports Zone. We want to take a look at the uh, postseason for both our local softball uh, participants and volleyball teams that made the state playoffs. Let's start with softball. Yesterday, all three of the local teams from Region 7-5A that qualified for the state tournament all went one and one in their double elimination super regionals. Unfortunately, all three of them lost their first game and won a second game in the losers bracket. So let's run through those real quickly. Super regional at the super regional at Cartersville, the Lady Canes hosting that one. Uh, they lost to East Side in the first round, but then came back to beat Lithia Springs last night. They now play Kale today. And uh, the winner of the Cartersville Kale game has to beat Eastside twice to advance to the state final eight in Columbus, October the 26th through the 29th. So that's the Cartersville Super Regional. Out in Loganville, the Super Regional there being hosted by Loganville, Cass had to uh, take on the host in the first round. They lost that game to Loganville, a one-sided game but then turn around and won a one-sided game over Chapel Hill. They play Chattahoochee today at 4 o'clock with the winner of that one having to beat Loganville twice to advance to Columbus. Super Regional at Villa Rica, that's where Woodland is playing. They lost to Winder Barrow, uh, the Lady Bulldogs, in the opening round in a close game. I think it was 6-2, to two, and then turned around and beat North Springs Actually, actually shut them out last night, four to nothing. They play Winder Barrow again. Winder Barrow losing to Villarica last night. So it will be Woodland and Winder Barrow in a rematch today with the winner of that one needing two wins over Villarica. And that's a, kind of a wrap of your three Super Regionals involving the three local teams. Super Regional winners, as I mentioned, advanced to the state tournament Elite Eight that will be in Columbus, October the 26th through 29th. Brad, um, all three of these teams uh, still alive heading into the day, but all have kind of a tough road to travel if they're going to get to Columbus. If I've learned anything about girls softball from you and Jackson, it's, you know, you don't want to get a hot pitcher, you know, on a day. And that's, that's how, it's almost like baseball too. You get a hot pitcher, the, the ace, there's really not a lot you can do about it. So we just hope that nobody draws an ace in this next round. Uh, but uh, I know that uh, from people talking that Ansley Height had two like gigantic home runs yesterday. She's committed to Southern Miss. Uh, she's from Cass, and uh, got to be proud of how all these girls have done. I just saw a couple of clips of that on Twitter, uh, and uh, I know that me for a fact, I could not hit a softball anywhere near that far. <laughs> Let's turn to the volleyball playoffs. The first round was back on Tuesday. A little bit different kind of format there. You actually do have the higher seed hosting in each round through the first two rounds. Cass made it to the state playoffs. They were a four seed. They had to go to number one seed Jefferson on Tuesday in the Class 5A state playoffs. They lost in straight sets 3-0. Uh, the Lady Colonels' season comes to an end. They finished the year with a 13-26-1 and record. Cartersville, 29-16 uh, and 16 now on the year, won in straight sets Tuesday at home 
there at the Storm Center. They beat Flowery Branch. The Lady Kings uh, are a two seed. They now have to travel to the one seed in their bracket, Greater Atlanta Christian. That's a second-round match that will take place Saturday at 11 a.m. And Adairsville is the surprise of the local teams uh, who qualified. First of all, it was a surprise that they qualified for the state playoffs. They got in as a three seed after making about a five-match run through their region tournament last week. Adairsville is 16-22-2 on the year. They won their first-round match in Class AAA Tuesday down at Carver of Atlanta. The Tigers won easily, in fact, in three straight sets. They now travel a much more difficult task. They travel to Watkinsville to play Oconee County Saturday afternoon. So, uh, Brad, we still have a couple of volleyball teams live in Cartersville and Adairsville. I, uh, I've remarked a few times over the years about how I can't believe that volleyball has taken off around here like it has. Uh, I'm real proud of all these girls. Uh, that's a very tough sport to be to be good at. you got to be a good athlete. got to have great eye-hand coordination. I'm just real proud of all of them, and I wish them all, all the luck in the world. I know Oconee County uh, has been good at volleyball for many years, but I think Adairsville being the Cinderella could go over there and surprise some people. The cross-country region championships roll in next week. Uh, let's tell you about those. Adairsville will run in the six AAA championships at Lafayette. That's this coming Tuesday. And Region 7-5A, uh, that includes Woodland, Cartersville, and Cass. It'll actually be Woodland who hosts the Region 7-5A championships. That's also on Tuesday of next week. We want to talk about the local high school games that are coming up tonight. Uh, of course, here on WBHF, we've got Cartersville and Woodland, the BartosportZone.com, Johnny's New York Style Pizza Game of the Week will be Hiram at Cass. We'll have that one on the Mixler app and on the audio player on BartosportZone.com. Uh, the other game uh, that we do not have live coverage of tonight, but we'll have live look-ins, is Gordon Lee, 3-4 and four on the year, 2-2 two and two in Region 6 AAA at Adairsville. Adairsville finally in the top 10 rankings in one of the polls. They're number nine in the Maxwell poll at 6-1 and one and 4-0 and oh in Region 6 AAA. And they're number 11 now in the composite poll. Uh, finally, some respect for the Adairsville Tigers, Brad. I don't know how there could be eight teams, nine teams in AAA that are better than them. They are. They must be phenomenal. Uh, Adairsville's had a great season. They've played really well, it, uh, even against Raven County when their offense kind of woke up. But it's the only game they've really had a hiccup. Every, every other game they've controlled and uh, done a fantastic job on all sides of the ball, controlled the line of scrimmage. They're extremely aggressive. They're well coached. Got a Good, good quarterback who makes great decisions, who's also a good athlete. A lot of guys out in space who can make things happen. And Chris Roper uh, and you know, and Ethan Blome. And I just don't know how it, there's eight, nine better teams than them right now. Don't get it. Adairsville is about a 30-point favorite by Cal Prep's projections tonight. I think they're a 43-point favorite by the Maxwell projections. Uh, at this point, Brad, and we'll talk more about this game on the other side of the break, but at this point, you just have to stay focused uh, even when you're such a prohibitive favorite. It's not always easy to continue winning when everybody expects you to win easily. Yeah, I mean, look at Hiram and Calhoun a couple of weeks ago. Nobody saw that coming. It was the biggest upset of the year. I think Hiram was a 34-point dog and won that game. So keep your eye on the prize because somebody anybody can knock you off any week. We'll remind you again, our game tonight here on WBHF is Woodland at Cartersville. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 p.m. We'll uh, also duplicate that coverage on BartosportsZone.com, where our game, Brad and I, will have the Hiram Hornets and the Cass Colonels in what is essentially a state playoff berth so, uh, uh, on the line. So we look forward to our coverage tonight. When we come back, we'll touch a little more on this Adairsville-Gordon-Lee matchup and uh, also discuss the other two games in the county.
Do you love the way your home or business looks in Christmas lights, but like the expertise and equipment to get the job done right and safely? Hydro Pro Wash has the answer. We can design and install your decorative lights, maintain them throughout the season at no extra charge, and take them down at the start of the new year. For an exact quote today, call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to MyChristmasLightsPro.com. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply, with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers, we have it all. At Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway, just north of Cartersville, across from Racetrack, online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Uh, Brad and I uh, started talking about Gordon Lee at Adairsville tonight. We'll kind of pick that up, and it looks like uh, Matt Santini has joined us this morning as well. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Glad to have you with us as well. Uh, Adairsville, as we mentioned, about a 30-point favorite tonight. Uh, and, and on one of the projections, about a 40-point favorite on the other. Uh, the Tigers are currently the second highest scoring offense in all of class AAA at over 42 and a half points per game. Ethan Blome continues to be one of the top rushers in class AAA with 892 yards on the ground. He's got a chance to go over the 1,000 yard mark tonight. Um, the Tigers defense has even found its footing over the last five games, giving up 51 points to Cherokee Bluff in an opening night win, and then 72 in a loss to Rabin County. But since then, the Tigers have only allowed 11 points per game in their last five starts. Uh, that's an impressive turnaround, Brad. I, Coach Cud called it after that uh, Rabin County game that they're going to move some things around and make some changes, and you were going to see a different defense. And he was absolutely right. Uh, they play cast the next week limited cast to 12 points and they've take, kind of taken off from there. Not the biggest guys in the world out there uh, on that defense, but they're fast and aggressive. As we said about Adairsville, uh, you know, not going to get a lot of perimeter runs on them. You, you try to bounce to the outside, probably not going to happen with their team speed. Uh, just real proud of the adjustments that they've made. And once again, I'm going to repeat what I said. I don't know how there's eight or nine better teams in triple A. Adairsville has Bremen and Cahulla Creek remaining after tonight. Both of those teams are three and one in the region with their region losses coming to Ringgold. Uh, so Bremen and Cahulla Creek, they play each other tonight up in Whitfield County. Uh, by the way, Cal Preps has that as a, that game as a toss up. Here's what I want to ask you, Matt, outside of the immediate coverage recently, Ringgold has gone unbeaten in region six, triple a since uh, their one-sided loss to Adairsville. That group of Tigers, they have Ridgeland tonight, and then they close out the regular season with LFO and Gordon Lee. It looks more and more like Ringgold is the number two team behind Adairsville in that region. Uh, not only would I like for you to talk about your kind of your predicted finish in 6 AAA behind Adairsville, because we all kind of believe Adairsville is going to be one. Looks like Ringgold two now. Maybe that Cahulla Creek Bremen winner gets the three spot tonight. And by the way, Maxwell this week had a Daresville reaching the state semifinals in their playoff projections. Yeah, and again, it's um, it's like chopping wood. I know that was that was used. Uh, it's starting to get used a little bit too much, but I mean, a Daresville continues to do that. It's great that Ringgold has elevated to the two because it actually gives a Daresville a little bit of a cushion there, having the tiebreak advantage over them. That game tonight will probably determine the three and four. And, um, you know, the less important that last week against Cahola Creek is, I think the better. So, um, but again, I, I think they're in, I was kind of envisioned at Ayersville as being impervious to their surroundings. They're just going to go out and do what they do. Uh, they remind me of a colony of ants. And I mean that in the most complimentary fashion. If you ever think about ants, you, know, you might look at one and not be very impressed. Um, but I do think they have impressive kids on that team. But as a collective, there's nothing that they can't do and can't accomplish. So, uh, again, I, I'm not surprised. We knew they were going to be good. Um, 
I don't like looking at those projections way too much, but uh, I can certainly see this Adairsville team, the way they go about their business, their efficiency, and the way they work as a group uh, combined with some very talented kids. I could see a deep playoff run in the future for them. Yeah, I think the uh, the point there is that if they can continue this run and win their region, their playoff bracket is very favorable for them moving forward. And and based on the projections that uh, Maxwell puts together, they see Adairsville as making it through the quarterfinals all the way to the semifinals. So that's that's an that's an interesting thing to talk about anyway. Well, and you know, you remember this was you may remember this was years ago when Cartersville and Ringgold were in the same region and it seemed like Ringgold positioned itself to be the number 2 seed and when you you know the brackets are all predetermined, but that year Ringgold made it to the state championship game. I would dare say they were nowhere near the second best team in the state, but that year every top 10 team was on the left side of the bracket. And like I said, I think Ringgold was like, you know what, Carter, you can take that number one seat. We're going to come on over here and and do this. And they had a deep playoff run. Now, I'm not saying that's what's the case in Adairsville, because again, I I think they're talented top to bottom. And uh, regardless of where they end up, they're going to they're going to be handful handful for anybody. Two of Gordon Lee's three wins have come over teams that Adairsville beat in one sided scores. Uh, the Trojans have wins over Southeast Whitfield out of the region, but then their other region wins are Lafayette and LFO. They do have Nate Dunphy in their backfield. He has almost 1,000 yards, 963 on the season. So the Tigers will have the challenge of containing a running game tonight, Brad. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have a lot of trouble, as we said before, because of their you know team speed. And as Matt said, I mean, they just – they fly to the ball like an army of ants, and uh, and we've seen them do that. They put, you know, they played LFO. Uh, that's the last game we've seen them, and you know, LFO didn't have a lot for them, and you know, they were in the backfield constantly, linebackers picking up running backs. I mean, anytime they try to f- uh, trick play, they were already in the backfield breaking that up. So I look for more of that tonight. With a great selection of party equipment, everything from tents, tables, and chairs to glassware, flatware, and concessions equipment. Rents for events in Cartersville has been the go-to provider for all of Northwest Georgia for years. If you're planning your wedding, anniversary celebration, birthday party, church, or school event, Rents for Events has every detail covered with free estimates and same-day consultations available. To see the full inventory, visit rentforevents.net. That's Rents for Events with the number four. Stop by their office at 50 Zena Drive. Call them at 678-899-6000. Check out Rents for Events. We'll remind you also that our coverage tonight on WBHF, it will be Cartersville at Woodland, or rather Woodland at Cartersville. I apologize. The Canes rank number four in the AJC and number six in the uh, composite poll. And our game on BartosportsZone.com will be the Hiram Hornets at the Cass Colonels. We'll talk a whole lot more about those two teams when we come back on the other side of the break. Uh, we're going to have that coverage beginning on both WBHF and on Bartow Sports Zone beginning at 6 p.m. with countdown to kickoff. And then our kickoff and play-by-play coverage will begin at 7.30. We'll take this time out on Bartow Sports Zone. When we come back, we'll talk about Hiram and Cass and Woodland and Cartersville. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Don't let heating or cooling needs create unwanted stress in your home or business. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to get your system updated or repaired. With refreshingly affordable prices, let All Weather provide an honest, consultative quote for your system today. Call 770-315-5909, visit All Weather at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville, or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com.
Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We're talking about tonight's high school football games, and we'll start uh, this segment with the one that's here on WBHF tonight. Woodland, 1-7 on the year, 0-3 in Region 7-5A. They are at Weinman Stadium to take on the fourth-ranked Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, 7-1 on the year, 2-1 in the region. Cartersville, according to Cal Preps, is about a 41-point favorite, 40 by Maxwell. They've leaned uh, a little more heavily on their rushing attack in the last few weeks, the last couple of weeks in particular, Matt. Uh, the Canes' offensive line was recognized this past week by Georgia Football Daily as a line of distinction. Jonathan Klein, Andrew Medina, Luke Surrett, Devin Hill, and Malachi Tolliver with tight ends Connor Brassfield and Landon Heath helping Cartersville to 523 total yards 356 of that rushing last week against Hiram. Yeah, and it's a well-deserved honor. To, it's especially the addition of Brassfield and Heath. We knew at the beginning of the year that was a position of strength, the tight end position. But really, having both of them on the field for the bulk majority of the game, it looked a lot more like the Cartersville game that I thought that we were going to see throughout the entire season, leaning on that offensive line to do things. You got a talented back in Tolliver, excuse me, and uh, Malachi Jeffries. Uh, of course, you got Christian Lando as the backup, and the the higher use of Paul Gamble as a runner the last couple of weeks has made a tremendous difference. We shouldn't uh, we should note though that Gamble still threw it twenty two times, completing seventeen of those for one sixty seven. So that combination, especially he and Jamari Bryce uh, as his top receiver, uh, they've still been uh, very effective in spots with the throwing game. Well, and again, that's again any coach would tell you tactically that's what you want to do. You pound it with Jeffries for a while, and then you get the linebackers creeping up, and so you throw something over the middle, or you take a shot on the outside, and then when everybody starts keying on Tolliver again, you you know run the quarterback keep and uh, you know the read option and and pull it out and create space. You know the defense never knows. You cover one thing, you go after the other. Of course, Woodland still searching for their first region win. They've lost six straight including a 49 to nothing loss last week to Calhoun. Uh, Cartersville has wins over Cass and Hiram, uh, and uh, all of that coming since the Canes OT loss to Calhoun. Cartersville this week, Matt, uh, becomes Dalton fans tonight. Uh, yeah. The Catamounts play Calhoun, and you, and you really need Cartersville to win tonight over Woodland, and a Dalton win tonight at Calhoun would make that game at Bill Chapel Stadium up in Dalton the following week for the region championship. That's right. Calhoun plays at home tonight for a region championship against Dalton. If they win that game, they will, by all counts, win the region. Um, they're wounded. They've got their quarterback out, and I've heard, I don't know this 100%, that both the, ru- the running back and both their tight ends are out. So uh, a little undermanned or very heavily undermanned are the, are the Yellow Jackets supposedly and, uh, again, we'll be cheering for Dalton because what that would do, should Dalton win, it would set up a region championship game next week against uh, with Cartersville going to Dalton, playing for that region championship. They would both have one loss should Cartersville win and, of course, would have the head-to-head advantage. You know, the downside of that is if Calhoun wins, Cartersville goes to Dalton, They, you know, that's for the two and three seeds. So if things don't go your way, you end up not even playing at home in round one. That's That'd be a drastic change for this program. Yeah, so uh, really key games really all across the region tonight uh, involving really all six teams, uh, really important games as far as the playoff seating is concerned. Yeah. Uh, one of those games is Hiram at 4-4 four and four on the year, 1-2 and two in the region at Cass, 3-5, and 1-2. and two. This game has a mixed bag on the projections. Hiram's a three-point favorite by Cal Preps. They're a three-point favorite in one of the secondary uh, projection sites, but then Cass is a favorite in one of the sites by three points. So uh, very interesting uh, that this is a basically a toss-up game according to those projections. Brad, your take yeah. on tonight's game. I would call it a toss-up. I was really not – I'm going to say I was surprised last week, but, I mean, Hiram – you know, was able to move the ball on Carswell like they did. But, you know, they've always been fast and athletic. They've always had a lot of good running backs. It seems like every year they have a, a really good running back. They have two now, apparently, and they have a 6-7 tight end in Walter Matthews. Uh, you know, it's going to be a dangerous game for Cass because Hiram's not a team, as Coach Gates has said before. You know, you don't 
really want to get in the shootout with these guys. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're really talented at all positions. They got a lot of power five guys. Uh, they played, you know, they beaten Calhoun when they were 34 point underdogs. Uh, you know, these, these guys can do anything. Uh, and, you know, they're looking for a playoff spot and coming back from some tough years. So these guys have got some chips on their shoulders. Coach Fomania has got them playing very well. They're taking a lot of lumps. So very dangerous game for Cass tonight. Everything's on the line. It's a, it's a must-win game. Uh, you know, it's definitely a toss-up to me. I mean, I think the three-point spread's correct. Hey, welcome to the playoffs. This is a playoff game tonight. Winner gets the four seed. Losers Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, there are still some variables and some scenarios uh, that could play out. It would involve some major upsets uh, within the region for that not to be a play-in game. But essentially, Cass and Hiram tonight, our game on BartosportsZone.com is a play-in game for the playoffs that are coming up in three weeks. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 uh, with countdown to kickoff. And our kickoff on BartosportsZone.com will be at 7.30. Let's take another timeout here on Barto Sports Zone. And when we come back, we'll kick around a little college football coming up this weekend uh, for your enjoyment. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care at 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. And as is the norm, we like to kind of wind things down here on Bartow Sports Zone with a look at college football for the weekend. There's a new entry toward the top of the college football rankings after last week's game. The game we featured and talked about, uh, as did everybody else out there in media. Uh, it was Tennessee's home win over Alabama. The win by the Volunteers has them now sitting at the number three position in the polls behind Georgia and Ohio State. Alabama slips to number six with Michigan and Clemson sandwiched in there at number four and number five. First of all, uh, quickly, Brad, Georgia is 7-0 and idle this week. They play Florida a week from tomorrow at 3.30. Everybody suddenly wants to talk about the UGA-Tennessee game that's coming up uh, that first Saturday in November, but how dangerous does that make next week's Florida game? Hey, I'm not one of those people looking ahead, and a lot of people aren't looking ahead. It's still Jacksonville. It's still Florida. I know we've gotten control of that series as of late, but – we think about it last year, it was three to nothing going into halftime, and then we scored 21 points in two minutes, which was awesome. But Florida's always got a really tough defense. They play Georgia as hard as they can. They don't want to lose the game. Their coach is Billy Napier, who's from Georgia, so he's going to have a chip on his shoulder uh, in this game as well. So no, I'm not looking over, overlooking the Gators for one second, one game at a time. I am looking forward to the Tennessee thing. Don't get me wrong, but the focus is on Jacksonville and getting people healthy in the off week. Ohio State in there at number two. Tennessee at 6-0. and They're hosting Tennessee Martin at noon tomorrow, uh, and everyone would expect that to be a walkover win for the Volunteers. This weekend, there are some big games. We'll start in the ACC, Matt, with number 14, Syracuse at 6-0, and at number five, Clemson, who is 7-0. and That's a 12-noon start. That's uh, the two unbeaten teams that are remaining in the ACC Atlantic. And I heard yesterday, that's the first time in history at Clemson that they've had two undefeated teams to play there this late in the season. Yeah, Syracuse has been sneaky good. They haven't been overall very impressive. They've had a couple of last-second victories, which I guess is impressive in its own right. But, they, you know, they come into Death Valley, one of the two, uh, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> And 13-and-a-half-point underdogs. And I think it's going to be a pretty competitive football game. The other thing you think about when you've got these big games, I know in the SEC they almost kind of feel kind of slighted if that game of that magnitude is being kicked off at noon and not moved to later in the day. It, you know, Perhaps a malaise amongst the Clemson guys and Syracuse uh, fighting to make a name for themselves. 
Yeah, last week's orange win over NC State was the first time a top 20 game had been played at the Carrier Dome since before all of those players in that game were born. So a big resurgence for the Syracuse Orange. Uh, Another big game tomorrow, number 20, Texas, at number 11, Oklahoma State. That's a 3.30 kickoff, Brad. I am excited for Texas because they got Quinn Ewers back, which gives them a whole spectrum of offense that nobody else can give them. And I contend that if Ewers hadn't gotten hurt, Alabama would have two losses right now. Uh, But, uh, you know, they got to be fired up about it. You know, Oklahoma State uh, having a pretty good season so far with their coach. I don't know, does he still have the mullet? Absolutely. Awesome. Man. Yes. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, Sarkeesian, for all the, 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 the hand-wringing that's been done over him, great offensive mind, has got a talented quarterback. Uh, you know, I look for Texas to uh, – I guess this would be an upset, a 20 over an 11, but uh, I, th- I look for Texas to take the win this week. Number nine, UCLA is at number 10, Oregon. That's a 3.30 start. That's a big crossover game that could help decide who wins the Pac-12 or who at least makes it to the Pac-12 title game. Another key game uh, that I think you have to look at now is Alabama. Let's see how they respond. They're hosting Mississippi State, who's still ranked number 24, Matt. Yeah, and, you know, you never know what you're going to get out of Mike Leach. Um, you would think that Alabama is going to come back hyper-focused. I would not would have wanted to have been a, team, a player on that team this week uh, with the level of practice that they went through. But – Uh, One thing we know about them, they are talented, and they will be back, and they'll be playing in front of the home folks. The other big game on the schedule, 17, Kansas State at Texas Christian. I kind of like the TCU Horned Frogs. They're one of my sleeper teams out there, so kind of keep an eye on that game in the Big 12 as well. High school football coming up tonight on WBHF and over on BartosportsZone.com. We want to thank you for listening this morning, and uh, we'll see you again next week for Barto Sports Zone.